Good morning. It's your Best Life Preacher Vaughn at Best Life Podcast. It's March the 18th, about 2.30 a.m. Good morning. I hope you guys are having a blessed morning. Today we'll talk about don't panic. It's just a reset button. As we approach difficult times in this country, uh, seemingly every day is different from the day before. A lot of unknowns. People are fearful. People are afraid. A lot of anxiety. And you might as well say a lot of panic. The Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. Where did this fear come from? I remember growing up, um, we would say fear was an acronym. And... It would be good preaching point, but we would say fear, if it was an acronym, it would be false evidence appearing real. And it always kind of puzzled me because a lot of times, even though you knew that acronym, it still didn't change your fear level or your fear factor or your fear of anything for that matter. The Bible says in John 17 and 17, he says, and this is Jesus, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Now, if we're going to fear, fear must have some truth. But the Bible says that in John 17, 17, that we must be sanctified through thy truth and the word of God is the only truth so it says in 2nd Timothy for God has not given us the spirit of fear fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind So God gave us power, love, and a sound mind. Wow. So if I have a sound mind, this sound mind must be based on truth, which is John 17, 17. Sanctify them through thy truth, thy word is truth not CNN not Fox News not different outlets but thy word of God is truth so God gave us power he gave us love he gave us he gave us a sound 
mind. So I guess the difference between uh, different from a sound mind would also probably be a soulish mind. So let's define a soul mind or a soulish mind. A soulish mind would be basically, or my soul, we can define my soul so you can get the gist of a soulish mind. Now, my soul is my mind, my will, my emotion, my intellect, and my imagination. And a lot of times, most of us have been governed by all of those natural senses. Whatever my mind is saying, whatever my will, uh, my emotions is, whatever I'm seeing, whatever I'm imagining, whatever I can function in my intellect, that's usually the program you run. And that program is based on the soul, the senses. See, hear, smell, taste, touch. And you need that. But the Bible also says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18, for what is seen is only temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. So are you trying to tell me that possibly my mind, my will, and emotion, intellect, and imagination could be based on natural senses and all of those senses are only temporary. Absolutely. So when we talk about don't panic, it's just a reset button. Our foundation must be the word of God. Well, you don't understand. Well, I probably don't. And I have a lot of compassion. I saw this morning, I think it was two mornings ago, I laughed about it. I think I, I showed Quinta, or I told her, maybe I've told her about it, that there were two ladies in a, in a grocery store. Actually, it was three. It was a mother and a daughter, and there was another female, and they were fighting over toilet paper. That was a soulless fight. That fight was based on mind, will, emotions, intellect, and imagination. All governed by natural senses. It wasn't sanctified by truth. It wasn't sanctified by the word of God. And it was full of the spirit of fear. No power, no love, no sound mind. Fighting over toilet tissue. Toilet tissue? Paul said in the word of God, all the things that I knew and all my intellect and everything that I phantom and all the books that I read and all the education, and all the stages that I walked across, all the tassels that I turned to the left side, all of those things are considered to be pigeon dung. 
Bob, but you, man, you, you're a cold man. You're a cold. He said, man, that stuff is dumb. But how did we get to fighting over a politician? Something to wipe dung. I digress. But 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18, 4, 4 says, For what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Because we do not look for the things that we can be seen or can be seen, but for the things that cannot be seen. For things that can be seen are only temporary. So the Bible says, because we do not look for the things that can be seen, but for the things that cannot be seen, because the things that we do see is only temporary. It has the ability to change and many times is subject to change. Don't panic. It's just a reset button. Well, you don't understand. No, no. I may not understand, but I do understand the word of God. The word of God tells me in 2 Timothy now, for God had not given you the spirit of fear. Well, who gave it to us? <laughs> this system that, that we are under is is a is a system. And if you don't have a system to govern the system that you're in, you'll lose hope. And the only system that you can function in during the midst of a turbulent system is the Word of God. Most of us have grown accustomed to abundance, self-gratification, and our own soul interests. Now remember, we go back to soul, my mind my will, my emotions, my intellect, and my imagination. So most of us have already grown accustomed to the abundance of those things. So many times when you hear the word of God, the word of God is almost like foolishness. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I know, I know God won't leave you nor forsake you. Oh, what, what I'm going to do? It's not that you don't believe God can do it. It's just your foundation is in the soul arena. Anytime you fight over toilet tissue, anytime you're rushing to get the last case of water, anytime you're ru rushing to get the last Roman noodles, simply shows me that your trust is in things. Now I'm not saying uh, don't get water, don't get supply, but your source should never be the supply. Because once the supply is out, 
then hopelessness set in. But if you know the supplier, or better yet, if you know the source, you can never go with thirst. So the economy, we know it is changing as we speak. The restaurant, shopping, buying clothes, resources, and the bars. I was, uh, heard somebody say that there was a, a club that was closing. And the lady said, Lord, what we going to do? They didn't shut down the club. Now, Lord, what we going to do? They didn't shut down the club. So when, when you're dealing with this sense of panic and pandemic that they call it, your foundation of what you believe will always be illuminated during times of trouble. Your foundation of what you believe in will always be illuminated during times of trouble. What do you mean, preacher? Well, if your foundation was in the club, during a time of trouble, you'll ask the Lord, Lord, they didn't shut the club down. What are we going to do? The Bible said that the prodigal son had those same sense rim theology working he wanted his money he was ready to go shopping he's ready to go to the restaurant he's ready to go to the bars As a matter of fact the bible said that it had rivals living and he got on the back of a honda motorcycle with a pair of jordass pants and headed to dallas texas ah mom Got his money. Luke chapter 15, verse 14 reads, After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in the whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went to hire himself out to a citizen of that particular country who sent him to the fields. To feed pigs. Verse 16. He longed to fill his stomach. With the pods. That the pigs were eating. But no one gave him anything. They saw he was hungry. Looked like they ought to come to his restitution. After all he just sold his motorcycle. And he just sold his last pair of jawed-ass pants. Surely somebody. Verse 17. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. 
Remember, verse 17, when he came to his senses. Remember, we talked about senses. That most people belief system is founded, uh, their foundation is founded in their mind, their will, their emotions, their intellect, and their imagination. Not governed from the word of God. So we see the prodigal son had a belief system that was in place. But the prodigal son, in the midst of this famine, he had to switch systems. Don't panic. It's just a reset button. So during this pandemic and during this time of stress, strain and struggle we must come to our senses the bible says in verse 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 19 he says verse 18 he said i will set out and go back to my father and say to him father i have sinned against heaven and against you i'm no longer worthy to be called your son Make me like one of your hired servants. So he got up, went to his father. That's interesting. Because he made up his mind. After he came to his senses, he made up his mind that I got to repent. This, 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 I, 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 I've sinned not only against heaven, but also against my father. And I must change this thing around. Remember, don't panic. It's just a reset button. We were designed to move from pain to pleasure. God has uniquely designed us all to move from a state of pain to pleasure. Was it a biological pain, emotional pain, or physical pain? Biologically, when you have a paper cut, our natural body recovers from a cut. Way before we can get the Band-Aid, way before we can rush to the alcohol, there are neutrophils that come in and begin to help clot and to close that womb up. Some psychologists say crying many times begins and outlasts any negative effect. So you often wonder why people cry. Well, go ahead, get it out, get it out. It, it, it. Well, a lot of times crying help because emotionally it outlasts a negative effect. Then you have a physical pain. A physical pain we see. And they call that either you're going to fight or you're going to flight. So we were designed by God to move from pain to pleasure. Remember, don't panic. It's just a reset button. 
Jesus responded to all three. Biological pain, emotional pain, and physical pain. Physical pain, Luke chapter 5, verse 24. But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the palsy or the man that was paralyzed, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. You see Jesus responding to a physical pain. God has designed us to move from pain to pleasure. John chapter 11, verse 33. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who came with her weeping, he groaned in his spirit and was troubled. He said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. You see, Jesus responding to an emotional pain. Because God has designed us to move from pain to pleasure. The Bible said that he enjoys or gives pleasure to the prosperity of his people. We see a biological pain. We see the centurion, the Roman centurion daughter. Is there sick? Matthew 8, verses 5 through 13. He said, no, don't come to my house. Just send the word. Just send the word. Don't come to my house. His biological daughter is in pain. We see Jesus send the word. So God has designed us to move from pain to pleasure. The Bible said that the enemy comes to do three simple things. Number one, he comes to steal. Number two, he comes to kill. And number three, ultimately, he comes to destroy. But Jesus said, hey, listen, guys. I come that you may have life and life more abundantly. How do we turn this around? Well, I may have to lose this. Well, you may have to. But the scripture says everything that the canker worm and the locust took, I'll break sure you get it back. <laughs> See, it, it comes. Uh, remember, don't panic. It's just a reset button. The Bible says in Second Chronicle chapter 17, I'll, I'll start at that 13th verse. If I close the sky so there is no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or if I send a plague among my people, and my people who are called by my name humble themselves, pray, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then I'll hear from heaven. Forgives their sins and heals their land. Now my eyes will be open. 
humble ourselves, pray, see God's face. Don't panic. It's just a reset button. This is your Best Life Preacher at Best Life Podcast. And remember, like we always say, church on the move. Good morning.